WP Tonic, Episode 1. I'm Bill Conrad with Jonathan Dinwood, and together, through WP Tonic, we're going to take you on a tour of WordPress you won't forget. In today's show, we're going to introduce ourselves, introduce the show, and do a deep dive into seven plugins. So without further ado, let's get right into the show. Hi there, Bill. Uh, we're going to have fun over the next few months, aren't we? We're going to talk about everything WordPress. Right. And this is going to be just a short intro show so we can get it up on the WordPress site. And it, hopefully it'll be the first show on iTunes for us. Yeah, uh, we're going for it, aren't we, Bill? You've got the army, let's do it, spirit, yep. which, uh, and I'm the cynical WordPress developer stroke English person, aren't I? Yeah. And Jonathan is really the expert. And I'm the guy trying or working at applying WordPress and how to make it work within my business. Yeah, and I've, uh, it was a great combination because Bill's really into podcasting. I've wanted to do a podcast for over a year. So, and Bill wants to learn more about how to utilize WordPress for his business, online businesses. So, we thought we would combine um, ourselves together. He would learn more about WordPress and we would do a podcast. Uh, my background, my background, I spent over 20 years in a successful retail business. In my early 30s, I did a degree in multimedia computing in the UK. Um, I did that as a full-time student, but I was also running a very busy retail business. And then a year after, I decided to do a master's at the London School of Print and Design in interactive design. Um, which all sounds great, but actually it, it has. But I was going to say something negative there, but the experience, especially doing the Masters, was constructive. So um, in 2006, me and my American wife decided to move to America, and I decided to um, utilise my skills and knowledge full-time as a website developer and designer about in, I think, 2008, I became heavily, I was introduced to WordPress, and I've been utilising WordPress since version 2.9, um, just before version 3. Um, I think it's a fantastic platform. Um, it can be frustrating. It can be extremely complicated. We're going to try and give as much knowledge and advice to you the novice wordpress user as we can and we hope to be of help very good you know a couple other things i want to talk about the format of the show the format's going to be an introduction each week sort of some of the news we're going to go into the topics the topics are going to be for example today plugins but i'm sure plugins will always be a, a major issue that we talk about or major tool that we talk about they are you know they're one of the strengths of wordpress they 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 can be the achilles heel of wordpress it's it's a balance like all things wordpress um, seems easy um, which is its strength but underneath it's an extremely complicated piece of software and the plugins add enormous um, versatility and power to the platform but they can also be troublesome um, so um, that's what we're going to cover we're going to cover I don't propose to dumb down 
what we talk about, um, but it's always going to be focused about helping that small to biz- medium-sized business owner that's looking to utilise WordPress as an online tool to help their business. Very good. And then the, the last element of the three elements of the show will be your questions. So you'll go to wp-tonic.com, and from there you'll be able to sign up for our show and also be able to leave questions. So that'll evolve. I'm really looking forward to see what Jonathan evolves with that WordPress site because he's going to be running that. One last thing. I want to show you where I am today. I started in 2012. I got back off my last deployment. I retired about a month later. And I started actually late 2012, in December. So really I retired in 2013. And I was working with my wife's real estate company, and I, I stumbled into podcasting and really fell in love with it. But after I learned how to podcast, I realized that the WordPress platform was really important, both for my wife's real estate company and her blog and my blog, as well as my podcast. So about three or four months ago, five months ago, I came last winter to the meetup here in Reno, Nevada. That's where I semi-retired to. I met Jonathan for the first time. And I think within two months, I actually had installed WordPress. And then I use uh, Genesis with Dynamic for myself. I, Jonathan doesn't use that. So that's where I am today. I've really been set pushing these WordPress sites for about three months, three or four months. And if you go to my two sites there, I'm going to, this is a little advertisement for my podcast, but politicsofsuccess.com. And my big show, which is not out yet, is timelinesofsuccess.com. The page is barely up. So when you listen to this, you can sort of see the progression of those pages as they improve. And they really have improved. Politics has taken huge improvements in the last couple of weeks. And it's funny, it just takes time and work to learn WordPress. And there's some shortcuts to learning WordPress, and hiring someone like Jonathan is one of those shortcuts. And finally, as a businessman, I believe I have to learn the fundamentals of the basics, but I plan to outsource a lot of my work in the future, especially as my businesses become more profitable again. So that's where I am today. And Jonathan, do you have anything else to add to part one? No, I think um, your perspective is spot on I, I think a lot of things you can do with wordpress it depends if you've got the time and if you want to do that or you can hire people to help you there is a certain level of knowledge where it becomes so involved that unless you're planning to go in as a developer or a stroke designer as a career path you would be best just hiring people because the amount of time it would take is ridiculous or it's going to become a full-time yeah. hobby that, uh, maybe but um, there's a certain balance you know what this will be a great discussion for future episodes yeah. because we can talk about the business aspects how you set up a business and how you might manage a business i'm looking at how to do that and it's difficult for me to understand what to hire out and what not to so we'll definitely be talking about the applications and the complexities because it's really i call it i work in the new media business but new media needs that platform and that wordpress platform and it's it's a complex set of tools so without further ado jonathan why don't we get into part two yes the seven plugins that i almost put on any client's website so there's always a group of plugins which um, basically are put on 99% of clients' websites that I'm working on. And um, they're a mixture of the free and the paid for, the premier um, level of plugin. I'm going to start with number one. Number one 
is a paid for plugin, a premier plugin, and it's called Gravity Forms. Now, Gravity Forms, I would say, is the kind of Rolls Royce of form building plugin systems. There are other choices, free, some excellent free choices. But if you um, have a business website and you have a lot of forms on that website, multiple page forms, um, various forms, and if you have a large, a reasonable size website, you normally do have a lot of forms. Um, utilising Gravity Forms is going to save you a lot of time and frustration. Um, for a single site website, the price is quite reasonable. For a personal licence, which will allow you to utilise the plugin for one website, is $39. So I don't think that's really a large amount of money um, and you'll be able to it has almost all the functionality of the plugin for that price level and you get one year's updates and support so i think it's a good buy for that price level um, they have other licenses but um, you can just start at 39 dollars and it will um, save you an enormous amount of time and frustration Jonathan, I want to ask a quick question because I've had to go through this form concept. I've got Mail Server. In fact, right now I'm using MailChimp. I hope to change it. But I went out and just used the MailChimp form right now. But everyone told me when I was just going blogging that Gravity Forms was the thing to use. So how difficult is it to really plug in and use Gravity Forms? Is it easier like in the MailChimp plugin? plugin? Well, the two work together, actually, Bill. You at the $39 price, unfortunately, I've, I'm not totally sure if I'm correct on this, but I do think they do do a plugin that actually works with their main plugin. But I think at the $39 mark, you have to pay a small additional fee to have access to that plugin. And this sub plugin slots in with their main plugin, which then will communicate with your free MailChimp. Um, set up right 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 it, there's also it, it, a number of free ones that will actually communicate um unfortunately with mailchimp um there's some additional paid mailchimp plugins um that i the people that are offering them offer a free um level but you find that they're very cut down they're frustrating and you have to buy a, okay. the premium level and then they will communicate with your gravity forms Okay, I do have one more question on Gravity Forms. Can I hire a developer like you? Two more questions. I always do this. Two more questions. Can I hire a developer like you to put Gravity Forms on my site? Just come on, put it on, and get it set up, and then can I manage it? Of course, yeah, but be quite true. Is it your license, your developer license? Yes, I have a, I have a full developer, which cost me $199. So I don't have to buy it if I hire you to put it on my WordPress site? No, my license allows me to put it on multiple websites. So I can just go to you, give you a password, put it on, sort of tweak it out. Yeah. It's going to cost more than $39 for the, to do that. But, oh, yes, of course. But it's not a bad way to get something done quickly no. as you evolve. No. And then the other thing, I have seven sites right now. And uh, my 14-year-old daughter, we're learning WordPress this summer. That's her job. Should I buy that developer? Is that cheap labor, Bill? It's better than a VA, <laughs> virtual assistant. <laughs> I have two smart girls, 12 and 14. I'm really blessed. So that's another story. But should I buy the developer license? 
It's really dependent on your business goals. You know, if you're going to run multiple websites um, and those websites are business focused or it's a major hobby, hobby business or just totally business focused, you've got multiple websites and they're business focused. I would say probably, and you have the budget, uh, yes, okay, I thanks. would buy the development license if you're dealing with multiple websites. Well, I appreciate it. And next week, I may have some more detailed questions on this yeah. one plugin. So thanks, Jonathan. I get on to two. Sorry about that. We, I think this is what the show is going to be about. I about think it's great problems. because I think you have the perspective of a dedicated new user. So I think um, our audience will find your questions really helpful because they're the type of questions that they're thinking and they would ask themselves. So number two. Number two is Updraft Plus. There are a lot back. I'm going to move back a little bit here. Backup. Backup is extremely important. Um, you never really understand how crucial backup is until something happens to your site and you can't retrieve it. And it normally happens at the worst moment possible. Um, the most inconvenient and the most cost costly moment. So having a backup that you can pretty much rely on and retrieving your website is a real saviour of time and frustration. Um, there are a number of premier and free backup solutions all of them are pretty good, but finally, um, and also there are hosting providers that specialise in WordPress that also offer automatic backup uh, and retrieval systems. One of those is WP Engine, a very good hosting provider that specialises only in WordPress. But also a lot of people just want to use a reasonably quality general hosting provider and um, you need to sort out your own backup then and one of the best the one that I use now all the time is a one called Updraft Plus. So that's number two Updraft Plus Professional. Well it's, no, it's just up no okay. it's a very interesting concept actually because almost all the functionality almost all the functionality comes with the free version of Updraft Plus. Okay. It's not really cut down at all. So you can just go to WordPress.org um, in the plugin search, just put Updraft Plus and download the free version and it literally it will do the job for you um, and a lot of its power is not cut down. It's not one of these free versions where you find almost all the functionality that you really want to use is in the premier version. He, The developer does offer a premier version and that premier version does have functionality which you might find useful. I bought the license because I wanted to support the developer and some of that extra functionality was useful to me the um you can buy additional sub plugins for very very small amounts from the developer's website or you can buy a full premier license which is only 60 dollars and that gives you access to all the sub 
plugins and I just bought the $60. I also like to point out that the developer offers excellent, and I mean excellent, support. Um, some of the best support I've ever come across from a, a one-man developer. And I think he's de- developed a really fantastic product. So for Updraft Plus, where does it actually save the backup? Right. That's an excellent question, Bill. Um, You've got various options. That's one of the nice things about this plugin. You can save it directly to your server that's hosting the site, which I would recommend that you don't. That's the least best option I would suggest. You can um, save it to a Dropbox folder i would suggest that's the most easiest and most secure you can set up a dropbox for free and it would give you two gigabytes of free space which is a very large amount of free space how big is the backup well that depends on your site really that's a very hard one to give a reply to what's the biggest backups you've seen i'm i'm not going to answer that because fundamentally um if it becomes too big this particular product is not suitable because um, if you're dealing with a very very large website you wouldn't utilize this product you would probably go to WP engine and you would utilize their backup system but for the average website owner that our podcast designed that bill I think and if you're not utilizing something like WP engine I think this plugin being that most of its functionality is available for free is a perfect solution for our our audience so um, that's why I probably won't answer that question because I think when you get into a large website you wouldn't really utilize this plugin you know, Jonathan, I'm just looking at the time, and I could ask a lot of questions on each of these plugins. I'm going to hold a little bit because you've got to get through the next three or four, five, yeah. in the next three or four minutes. Well, I think we've got a little bit longer. but Okay, we'll, well, we've got some questions yeah. to the end. I might ask a couple, but yeah. this is really good. Yeah, so we'll go on to number three, which is Advanced Image Styles. Um, with version 3.9 and 3.91 of WordPress, um, there were some changes and some really excellent changes that have improved WordPress once again but there were also some changes some decisions um, to remove some functionality and um, one of the one of the things that were removed was the ability to put space around your image and in technical talk it's called padding and like you could select an image in in the editor of WordPress on a page or post and you would want the text to wrap around the left side, or if the image was placed on the right, you would want text to wrap around on the right side. But as you put the image in, the text would be up against the edge of the image. So if you wanted some white space around the image, you could click the image, and then there would, two, there would be two icons that would appear. Wow. You would select one of the icons and that would give you the ability um, to put a number in, which would be pixel based, and that would put some padding, some space around your image. Well, when they did the upgrade, they removed that functionality because the actual code that's produced in the background isn't that great. 
it's I wouldn't say it's terrible code but it's not fantastic code so they decided um, um, for understandable reasons they wanted not their system to produce um, awful code and awful is the wrong word not fantastic code put it that way and the parent company of wordpress the company that the organizer is a company called automatic which is based in it's a diversified company but its headquarters is in san francisco decided to remove this well it did upset a few a lot of people because it's something that a lot of people rely on to do a quick job when they're putting their image in. So auto, one of the engineers of Automatic um, made a plugin which enables you to put this functionality back into the system. And it's called Advanced Image Styles. So if you go to WordPress.org and in the plugin search, you put in Advanced Image Styles, you will find this plugin and it's a free plugin and it will install this functionality. I know I can follow if I listen to this. I think if you installed the plugin and you read the notes, you'd go quite bill. When I post on the blog a picture and it says right, left or center, yeah, on the blog. So if I right-click the picture on just the blog, that you don't, I up. think I was incorrect. It's not right-click. You just I mean, click, click on, when you I, just right click on the picture, picture, you get a couple of icons. And so the plug-in kicks in automatically? You click on the picture, two icons appear, and wow. I think you choose one of the icons, and then a menu appears, and you've got the selection okay. of padding. I will try that. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're in the middle, and I know we have to go on, but one thing that I've done on my sites is limit the number of plugins I have and just get my sites up and build them and get them going my timelines of success and politics of success. And they're doing okay because I've always been scared about too many plugins crashing my sites or having... It's a difficult question because um, the average website I deal with, I do end up with about 29 plugins. Wow. How do you ever maintain those and protect them? They don't have a lot of trouble. Um, Most of the clients, I maintain the websites for them. So every month, you know, if there's an upgrade, a security patch, um, I also upgrade the plugins. It's not quantity, it's quality. That's the issue. But, you know, as you do get more plugins, you can get conflict between plugins. But you can't have it both ways because these plugins provide a lot of functionality that would cost you an enormous amount of money if you had to get in a skilled PHP engineering. Right, I understand exactly where I am today. I understand what you're saying. You know, so yeah, I, I you're getting it. plugins for yeah. free or, or at very low cost. But, you know, depending on how the plugin is coded, the reputation of the plugin developer, you know, you know, having a lot of plugins can slow down your website, but if they are coded correctly and there's not direct conflict and they they observe the recommendations of automatic when it comes to actually coding a plugin, they shouldn't be a problem. Okay, very good. So we go on to number four, which is Tiny MCE Advance. With version 3.9, that's one of the main upgrades because basically as the visual editor, um, WordPress utilizes Tiny MCE. Tiny MCE is an open source project 
that provides a visual editor for various content management systems. And WordPress is a content management system and it utilizes TinyMCE as its visual editor. And with version 3.9, they up, they, um, TinyMCE introduced up and with version 3.9, WordPress upgraded to the latest version. TinyMCE Advance upgrades the standard version and, in, and gives more choices and more functionality. And the reason why I normally um, utilize this plugin is that it gives a couple options that are very, very useful to business owners. Um, I normally, when I set it up, I just utilize a couple of the options, but a couple of those options, and then I show the, the business owner how to utilize those options, but they are very useful. Okay. So five. Number five has a very long-winded name, unfortunately. It's called Black Studio Tiny MCE Widget. That is a mouthful, isn't it, Bill? Yes, it is. Um, but I think, did we talk about this? We talked about this last night a little bit at the WordPress yes. meetup in Reno, Nevada. Yes, we did. Um, but I, I have found it's a very useful little um, plugin for my business for my clients. Basically, widgets. Widgets is another thing that we're probably going to be talking a lot about over the coming months. And widgets are are areas of your WordPress site where you can utilize plugins and drag them into a widget area and they will show up and utilize widget areas for various things on your website. Um, The normal text widget that comes with WordPress is very good. It hasn't got a fantastic interface so you normally can only type in text if you want to make the text bold or if you want to put a little picture you want to put a picture from your library into that widget area you you literally have to find the code the html code and actually paste that into the normal widget area that comes the text widget area that comes with wordpress and it's just a little bit awkward if you install this plugin you get a similar editor than you get with your normal page and post that's available for your widget areas it's almost a duplicate and my clients find it so much easier and so much better bill yeah by the way we're here at the collective in downtown reno nevada which we'll talk about shortly but we have to expedite because our Studio time's about to finish up. And then number six is SEO WordPress Yoast. Um, There are a number of SEO plugins for WordPress. WordPress is, compared to some of the other very popular content management systems, very SEO friendly. But out of the box, it still has some improvement. And um, SEO WordPress by Yoast is one of the most popular SEO plugins. It's free. It does offer a premier version, which really um, is focused in offering um, premier support. It's a very, very good SEO plugin, but you must understand that it's doing a lot of work, a lot of things to your WordPress site. Compared to some of the other plugins that I've discussed, it's it's really changing your theme and and the structure of your WordPress site quite dramatically. So you must be aware what it's doing. I, I do want to ask a quick question about uh, WordPress SEO Yoast. I have Genesis for the theme, 
And then I've got a sister. I Can got, I intervene, Bill? You're not totally correct there. Um, Genesis is a framework. Excuse me. Genesis, this is why I need Jonathan's help. What would be the theme? Is the theme dynamic? Yes. And then Genesis has a little tiny theme on top that you can use, right? You have WordPress core, you have Genesis, the framework, right. and then you have one of Studio Press, who are the parent company of Genesis. They provide a number of child themes. Your um, Genesis is a framework, is a master theme, mm-hmm. and then you have child themes, which Studio Press provides. And I do have Dynamic, is what and I use. Dynamic is their latest, all-embracing, very you know, it's an amazing piece of technology. And, and someday we'll have Mike in here, hopefully, to talk about dynamic. He, loves he it, seems to be the expert. He that's loves why. it, doesn't he? Hey, can I finish up with seven? The number seven. But I have to have Power Press by Blueberry. Power Press, B-L-U-E-B-E-R-R-Y, I believe. That's by far what everyone uses in podcasting to run their feed to and to show up on your site. That's what little little arrow you click on. So if you notice, when I talk, it's it's more user-based and less technical. Jonathan is really the technical expert. So hopefully I can break his technology approach down into people like me understanding those things a little bit faster. But I think this is going to work well. This is our first show, and we're actually going in about 25, 30 minutes here, which is longer than I expected. For our first show, I think it's going to turn out okay. I think we've got a lot of value here, and hopefully um, our audience will feel that way as well. There's a lot of aspects to talk about. As it becomes more crucial to your business, the need to understand the fundamentals is important. Doesn't even even if you decide to have a developer like myself, a designer, stroke developer, that's one of the other confusing things. I would call myself a marketer, stroke designer, developer. I'm capable of going more in depth than maybe some other marketer, but I wouldn't call myself a, a WordPress engineer. Um, a WordPress engineer is somebody, and um, there are some of those at at the Reno Collective that only deal with PHP code day after right. day. They don't deal with the interface or the marketing issues or some of the other broader issues. They only want to deal with plugins and PHP code. But I call those type of individuals pure WordPress engineers. Um, the Reno Collective, owned by six individuals um, that are all uh, make their living in the high tech industry. They're either they're high level coders, um, iPhone app developers, but they all have a technical background and they um, provide this facility this is where my office is and i utilize the conference and it's a great community and it's very supportive of the tech industry in reno isn't it bill yes and i concur and what i'm going to say is for next week without further ado i think jonathan we need to wrap this first show up and i just want to say come on england come on england we're going to win the world cup folks you do know that don't you you're talking about soccer Foot, real uh, football. Uh, our show is going to go international. So when you're when you come and visit Reno, <laughs> and you're from England, stop in. Oh, I just dream about England playing that final against Brazil, and that they win, and they got the trophy in their hands. Very good. That's enough. We're going to. 
put this up first. I'm the podcast guy, so I'm running the podcast side. It will go up first as a soft launch on the website when Jonathan finishes the website. Or gets he's, only putting, he's only putting a slight pressure on me, folks. It's not hard. I could, Jonathan, I'm a newbie. I could get this up like today on my little site. I just love that. I, I had a client recently said to me, and it's one of the most complicated sites I've ever built, and she turned around to me and she said, it's only WordPress, Jonathan. And I just smiled back sweetly. And that's the, what I'm going to do with you, Bill. The okay, smile okay. back week. He's, he's, he's being so polite today. I, I've been really very nice to Bill. <laughs> very, <laughs> very, very, very nice. And our sound is going to get better and better. I might even leave in some of the stuff. Folks, Aloha. bye.